0: This week's episode of Mind Theater is a video essay. For the full experience of the show, click the first link in the show notes. Thanks. It begins, as most change does, with revolution. Plucking a collapsing country from the wreckage of war, czarist rule, and the provisional government that followed, the Bolsheviks, in monumentous fashion, changed the fate of an entire empire and its people. It's in the Soviet Union's early days, in the midst of discovering its post-war identity, that the iconic dreams of Marx and Engels would begin to take form a dictatorship of the proletariat, in action. When a monarch falls, more than just blood is shed, ideas proliferate, and the Bolsheviks founded their party on the very truth that an alternative to capitalism, one built by the workers, was more than just a utopian fantasy, but an actual possibility revolution inspires revolutionary art, and so the visionaries, scientists, and thinkers of the early Soviet state would explore these possibilities through art that depicted both their nation's struggles and triumphs, but also explored its uncertain future on Earth and beyond, many looking to the stars for guidance, as the heroes who make up our legendary myths so often do. One of these mythic figures is Konstantin Salkovsky, the father of modern astronautics and rocketry, whose contributions to the fields would inspire generations of Soviet rocket engineers and lead to great strides in the successes of the Soviet space program. The following decades would see the USSR utilize Salkovsky's innovations as the backbone of its increasing cosmic iconography, which boomed in tandem with fervor for the revolution. The 20s and 30s were defined by this image found in science and space magazines of the period. ceased publications were brought back into print, while magazines from Knowledge is Power to Technica Molodezi promoted space as the final frontier of our collective imagination, an inspiration for artists and designers, but also Soviet citizens, able to live vicariously through images of retro futures, impossible technological marvels, breakthrough innovative science, and worlds utterly magnificent as the USSR endeavored to make the achievements of science, industry, and culture accessible to the general population. These magazines served as a vital tool in the early motivation and engagement of the general public towards cutting-edge science and breakthrough ideals, documenting in great detail and vivid color the realities, and soon-to-be realities, of advancement, a great socialist future based in scientific research. The way the art is rendered in these magazines is staggering, really. It's a psychedelic incandescent dream of space as the breeding ground for both scientific innovation and cultural progress, worlds so surreal that you could reach out and touch. Rockets, aerodynamic and sleek, rush past with force and clarity, towering over the starry landscapes below. Mosaic, colorful tiles give impressionistic portrayals of far-out worlds and civilizations beyond the scope of our reality. The edges of our known and unknown world are depicted with a surrealness that plays on our darkest fears and imaginations of aliens and monsters lurking in the depths of the sea and the furthest stretches of the universe. Universe, everything from the practical to the profound. Take this illustration from a 1961 issue of Technica Molodezzi by Nikolai Kolchitsky, Working for the Central Institute for Aviation Motors, his illustrations that fill the pages of TM's many issues serve as connecting links between modern science at the time and speculative fantasy, born out of the dreams of Salkovsky. The painterly technique Kolchitsky used to depict radical science in diverse landscapes captures the sense of awe and spectacle that USSR space art always strived to achieve, in these renderings of imaginary planets, there's a breathtaking sense of atmosphere. You could almost see and feel the echoes of our strange world reverberate throughout his. Or how about this one from a 1959 issue of Technica that explores what a space station on the moon might look like, a place for discovery and progress. Scientists in bunkers that don't so much defy logic as they push up to the brink of it. I mean, look at the sheer size of this thing. This imagined city satellite from a 1976 issue. One can't help but revel at the scope of these designers' ambition. Here is Robert Avaton's work from the 1970s, a more mature psychedelic graphic style, fitting for the complex narratives that invaded Soviet visual culture broadly at the time, with greater emphasis on even more cutting-edge tech and science. And in Alexander Pobodinsky's work, a man renowned mostly for advertising, his works represent a blend of cosmic communities and civilizations, a future worth fighting for. In these pages, the future seems brighter than ever before, a reminder the nation needed after years of czarist depression. These images of worlds beyond aided in lifting the nation out of their post-October revolutionary struggles. While contemporary art at the time was ambitious in its own right, exalting its heroes onto oil and canvas like friezes in Greek marble, etched into the minds of its people, pairing its mythic revolutionary figures with ideals of hope progress, strength, and community, pillars of the USSR's ideology. The space art and retro future art at the time explored ideas that were just as revolutionary. The magazines featured in-depth articles, science fiction stories, and commentary on national achievements. Their strong graphic and typographic identities encapsulated feelings of optimism, intrigue, and discovery. You might remember the first time you were introduced to sci-fi as a kid, watching Star Wars and playing Space Invaders, that sense of awe and wonder at the scope of another universe or worlds far more mesmerizing than our own. In Soviet space art at the time, the worlds were just as astonishing. These worlds, billed as the future of Earth, gave people access to something more palatable than the ones based in pure fantasy. But it also gave them a kind of hope that this version of the future was possible and almost reality. If in the 50s artists dreamed of the marvels of space and tech, the 60s would see these dreams begin to come to fruition as the USSR's space program exploded. From Sputnik, Earth's first artificial satellite launched into orbit in October 1957, to Yuri Gagarin, the first man in space, it's through art these marvels of mankind and heroes became canonized. They loom larger than life on the pages. They traverse worlds beyond, giving us insight into the vast esoteric weirdness of space but also the strength and possibility of human ingenuity and brilliance in the face of something far larger than ourselves, something we'd struggle to wrap our arms or our minds around. And yet, there's a humanizing element in much of this art. Just as the October Revolution did, much of the propaganda focused on individuals, the faces of men and women workers of the Soviet state that look rather comfortable in these cosmic settings. Kids building self-made telescopes, cosmonauts traversing lunar outposts, children soar rocket ships across the night sky, families ride flying cars and take bullet trains through utopian cities and idealized societies. It's in these works The Final Frontier is depicted as conquerable, not only in space but on Earth. In that Frontier's future is fully realized, not just as one for the scientists and artists who dream as lofty as they do, but for the everyday person. We can empathize with the characters depicted in these works. We're asked to step into their shoes for a bit. These epic men and women of flesh and blood who dared to star trip, who dared to push us to the edges of our physical limitations and our mental understandings. But we're also asked to realize the profound and powerful truth that these people are just like us. And if that's true, then maybe a better collectivist future is possible. We know how the rest of the story goes. The Soviet Union dissolved in 1991, and thus the USSR was no more. But the ideas those spacemen conjured, those incandescent dreams, live on. In so much of our pop culture and science fiction, they brought the ideas and dreams of Salkovsky into our reality. When I look at the far-out Soviet visions of the future, I'm reminded of what it means to dream boldly, what it means to have fantasies that allure us when we go to sleep, and what it means to build real, lasting works that represent mankind's ingenuity. To witness human beings exceed the limit of their expectations is a transcendental part of the human experience, and there's been no greater frontier that displays this than the final one. And just like children playing pretend space cadets and star warriors, the Soviet-era space art routinely reminds us how much imagination is where that process begins, where progress has a chance to take form. So when in desperate need of inspiration, we should look to the stars for guidance, as our heroes who came before us did, in the hopes that their cosmic visions sustain us. Mind Theater is a solo effort produced and by me, and Bade. For updates on the show as well as my other content, follow Mind Theater Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. If you want to show monetary support, the Kofi link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.